Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. We're really excited, actually, to have uh, um, Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host of the Huddle. Coach! Yes! All right! (laughs) First touchdown of the year. (laughs) Miami Hurricanes, yeah. You know the name. Already, it's Mercy. It's the Six Red Cane Show. Can't forget the name, though. Got Jazz, Blue, Vision, DJ, break the game code. Ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up. Real port alive from the Hall Rock Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. We see the Six Red Champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond 100 yards of hurricane, that's never still put a damage to What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go Canes. You can't see me, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's going on, everybody? Up, have your night vision glasses, you can see. Ah, oh, man, that would be awesome. That would be Jazz, absolutely great. Jazz in a bunker somewhere. Undis- <laughs> undisposed location. 
Oh man, listen, it's a uh, it's loafer season, baby. It's loafer season, so you know everybody's got to be careful with what's going on right now. But um, uh, Blue, I know we only got you for for thirty minutes today. This is a, a late edition of uh, Six Rings Canes. We have to push some things back, but um, uh, yeah, this is a wild time, man. We're in week two now of uh, transfer portal season, and of course, recruiting is uh, is peaking right now as well with uh, early signing day coming up, December twenty first. So we've got a couple of weeks before that happens, and we've got a big recruiting weekend, big visitors weekend this weekend coming up now, transfer portal guys and uh, high school recruits. So uh, lots to cover today, but next week uh, I want to kind of plug it already <clears throat> for any of the, um, the people that are listening early. Uh, next week we are having a show on Wednesday night, not Monday night. We're having a show on Wednesday night because it is uh, National Signing Day on Wednesday morning, or I guess throughout the whole day. So we'll be covering that for you in the afternoon. We've got some big guests already lined up. We've got Max from uh, Miami Flow. We've got my, we've got Flow himself coming on as well, um, and potentially some, uh, hopefully, some players that yeah. are going to join the Hurricanes as well. So really excited about all of that. That's uh, that's going on next Wednesday, and that'll be an earlier start too. We'll probably start around 8 p.m. Um, hopefully we'll get uh, we'll get some more guys confirmed and we'll be posting that on Twitter. So make sure you guys check that out coming up soon. Uh, but uh, listen, right now, right, we've got so many things going on right now. Blue, what's what's your take on what's going on in the transfer portal right now? I mean, we're talking about probably a couple thousand kids already that have hit the portal in the last week and a half or two. Some big names, right? One of the biggest names uh, to hit the portal actually just went in today with Coastal Carolina quarterback Grayson McCall apparently is going to be entering the transfer portal, which is huge, right? For someone who who needs a who needs a quarterback that's in in the power five in a power five conference that is looking to make a playoff run, this could be a guy that that can come in and kind of solidify that quarterback room for a lot of these teams. But of course, there's so many other guys uh, that we spoke about last week, and then some new ones that um, have entered the portal this week already. So. Talk to me a little bit about what your take is on the transfer portal, how it's been so far for the University of Miami, and what we could expect uh, down the road, especially with this big weekend coming up, uh, this big uh, visitors weekend coming up. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's been real, real good to them so far. There's a lot of kids pending. But right now, you know, I mean, talking to some of the coaches, uh, the big thing is is trying to get this this last push for the for the actual high school kids. And, you know, I think that – What's going to happen, you're going to see a lot more activity uh, after National Signing Day. You're, you know, that the emphasis now, Jazz, is trying to get a lot of these kids, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of kids on the fence from high school kids, and we know a few of them. Uh, you know, obviously, a lot of people are looking at a kid like, uh, you know, like Bain from Miami Central being one of them, and he's a, he probably is one of the biggest prizes out there. Um, I'll see him uh, tomorrow evening at the Nat Moore Award. Uh, he's one of the finalists, along with Brandon Innes, uh, University of Miami uh, commitment, or soon-to-be signee, uh, Ray Ray, uh, and Nathaniel Joseph, and then Edwin Joseph. But um, I think that's the thing, talking to a lot of coaches. There's some kids out there that I've heard some new names uh, you know, pop up of late, uh, Blake Boda. Uh, the quarterback from Coco, 6'4", 220 pounds, just threw for 383 yards. 
in the state championship game. He's a guy that's been on uh, Frank Ponce's radar for uh, a little bit now. And uh, this is a kid that uh, may be a, uh, you know, potential uh, preferential walk-on that, you know, or if, if they have a scholarship for him, he could be one of those guys. So uh, there's a lot of kids. Huh? I hate, I hate to cut you off, but this is important because you're going to be, you're going to be with uh, Ruben Bain tomorrow. He is potentially going to make his decision tomorrow night. He said if he does win the award, the Nat Moore Award, he will announce his college decision tomorrow. If not, he'll do it on Wednesday. Uh, I guess I don't know if it's the morning or the afternoon. But, Blue, I mean, you, you're going to be right there in the thick yeah. of it. So if he, if he wins it, he's, uh, he's announcing. And, of course, it's a battle right now, I would probably say, between Miami, Florida State. Um, and some people are talking about Alabama not giving up on him yet either. So, that's going to be huge. Uh, so, so there, there's a question in the chat on on that. So, where, what do you guys think about where he just, you know, not going to hold anyone to it, but what, do what you, did he say? You, I can't see the chat. I can't yeah, no, it's just a question about. saying there's an article on two four seven that he's shaking up his commitment, but they just want basically the question is where do you think Bain will end up? Well, well, first of all, yeah, he apparently had wanted to move it to signing day for early signing day on the twenty first, but now he's moving it back up. Uh, to the f- to this week. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Insert, insert whatever you want now. Blue, do you have thoughts on? I mean, yeah, not holding you to it or anything, but yeah, uh, yeah. At this point, I think you know Florida State's done real well. I mean, oh, they've right. really done well as far as getting some kids in there. But I still think because of the ties uh, that he has to Miami uh, with Tolbert and. Obviously, his dad's a huge uh, Miami fan. They're close to home. I think that at first they probably thought that, you know, maybe the scheme didn't fit. But then I, you know, I heard, uh, I think it was one of the guys said, listen, it's no different than Auburn and Alabama runs the same scheme, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think that it, he, he'll make a splash no matter where he goes. But if you're right, if Jazz is right, and he's going to announce tomorrow night, um, that'd be pretty interesting. I mean, you know, because of the fact that yeah. I think it personally uh, the voting is going to come down between he and Ennis, uh, not to take anything away from Ray Ray or take anything away from Edwin. I just think I was telling somebody today uh, that it comes down to a popularity contest and uh, both – you know, Ennis is a five-year starter. Bain has been in the spotlight, you know, especially winning three state championships in a row. And um, we have Jube Joseph on tomorrow night, the head coach for, on our radio show tomorrow night. And he had ta- talked to me and he says, you know, you got guys on this team and have a chance to win four state titles, like a Lamar Seymour and players like that. So, yeah, no, I, I think that the, the opportunity is there for Miami. I think – you know, I mean, when you get somebody this wide open, and he's in, in, and usually you have somebody who's leaking stuff, and uh, they've said nothing. Uh, to be honest with you, I mean, he, I had a talk with his family, and uh, you know, they they gave pros and cons to everywhere that you mentioned, and uh, so it kind of leaves you at the beginning. You're thinking, wow, Miami, oh, and then they'll say something, you know, not negative, but something that maybe will push you in another direction, and then we'll talk FSU. Same thing, Alabama, Florida, a lot of those schools 
like that. They, they give you the pluses and the minuses, and then you come away from <laughs> talking to them thinking, I gained nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. It's I mean, look, it's 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 all it's all a game, right? They're playing the game, and they're and and at this at this time, you know, with the NIL as well, it, it becomes a business for a lot of these kids. Um, not only for for Ruben Bay, but for another big time prospect that will be um, committing very soon as well. Which I believe it's on Friday. He is going to make his commitment, and that's five star offensive tackle, uh, Samson Okunlola, who is down right. to. Uh, Miami and Florida. He just went on his official visit to Florida, but Miami gets the um, uh, final one. Or maybe he's committing on Wednesday. I'm not sure. I think it's Wednesday, actually. Now that I think about it. Wednesday it is. Yep. Miami gets the final uh, visit, right? As I think they're going up, they're going to go up to uh, Massachusetts and go and go visit with him right before he makes his commitment, which is big. Uh, You know, a a lot of, a lot of uh, these uh, so-called, recruiting experts are, are, you know, some are saying, yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's leaning towards Florida. And then some are saying he's not budging. He's going to Miami. So it's, it's interesting because it's the same dynamic there, right? Like he's been, he's been doing his rounds. He's making his official visits. He's really, and I think it's the right thing, right? He's doing the right thing. He's going to see all the schools, regardless of whether he has one picked out or not, you never know. Right. And so, you know, a lot of people have been trending Miami, at least, you know, from, from some, from some of the trusted uh, people that, that we speak to on a daily basis, but you know, Florida is there and they made their case on, 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 you know, on his official visit last weekend. The good thing, what I like about this blue, and I want to get your take on Oklahoma is the fact that he didn't come away and he didn't commit last weekend. And that's huge. Talk about that while I order your Taco Bell. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously that is huge. I mean, cause usually the kids will, come away from these visits no matter where they are. And, you know, I mean, like I'll give you a perfect example Colorado. Now <laughs> every kid that goes out there is, is committing. And, um, you know, I mean, and obviously uh, to, to have an opportunity to, you know, to kind of hold off a little bit, gives everybody a little bit of hope. And uh, I don't think that the, the uh, usually a 17 year old kids that savvy where he's going to go, oh, I'll make them guess, you know, but I just think that it's a kind of a genuine thing where you look at some of these schools, you come away, the great facilities, great history, the coaches are awesome. The players who, you know, hang out with you for the couple of, or the day that you're there. And then, uh, you know, just the environment. And then you come away, you see, because that's back in the day, that's John Beeson went to Georgia and they pretty much threw the house at him. I mean, in every, Oh, well, you could play running back. You can do anything you want. But then there was that visit here to Miami where it was just he and his mom for the last trip. No one else was on campus. They treated him pretty right. And all of a sudden, you know, he came out of the, you know, out of the blue with that. But uh, also the fact that uh, Miami picked up a, a, a commitment from Chris Johnson was huge too, because of the fact that here's a guy right there, as we talked about, I mean, he has like world-class speed, a lot like rooster, but uh, a little bit faster, um, type of back doesn't have the experience playing the running back position. You no, know, he's been a track kid, uh, but that also weighs heavily in a lot of these decisions made because a lot of these kids, and this is something that a lot of people may not understand like during the summer uh, and they go to these camps or these showcases or team camps and these dudes see each other and they hang out and they talk and, you know, they become friends and, uh, you know, you go on some of these, you know, um, 
uh, on the kids' uh, social media, and all of a sudden you go, Jesus, how can the kid from Miami have a, a friend at Washington, you know, or, you know, or, uh, you know, like that? But it's become a situation now where, uh, you know, a lot of these kids are selling themselves, and, uh, and now you look at Malagoa and guys like that. Obviously, they they don't want to be the lone stars out here, so they want other people to come and push them. And I think they're they've become, and it's not just here, but I'm just pointing it out that they've become probably as big a salesman as as the college as the coaches themselves. So, you know, it's you know I've always been the type of person that waits and then I react. You know, I mean, if there's a guy. It's sort of like, you know, when I'm talking to somebody and they want to know about players, I'll say, well, shoot the names to me, you know, and I'll tell you a little bit about each one and I'll tell you what I've seen on them. And certainly with Miami right now, with this recruiting class, which is what, top seven, top eight now, um, and uh, the portal, which I think right now they're kind of, they're exploring it. But I, I, you know, like I said before, I said in the off season, this is going to be the biggest portal year ever for a number of reasons. I think it explodes right after Christmas. I and I and I think goes. Mario is taking his time because he wants to get it right, right? Like last yeah. year he came in in December, so he was a little more rushed. He still got some good talent, but he's got some guys that he's looking at that people don't even know about. And I know yeah. what what's what's interesting is that a lot of fans want the shiny new pretty object that came from Alabama or that comes from Georgia. And there's so much talent out there that play in lower, you know, lower divisions or yeah, I agree. schools that we don't know about. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, so uh, while uh, Jazz gets his uh, fourth meal going here. Um, By the way, let's... shout out to Taco Bell. If you're watching, we can use another sponsor. I'm just saying. You can always use the Chalupa. Um, I'm going to just, you know, <laughs> a lot of people commenting in the chat. I just want to call shout them out. Ben, Gary, having a lot of fun with your uh, with your driving escapades as well as your Taco Bell are. order. Uh, of course they are. Fernie in the chat as well. Um and then I, can, uh, I can't see the chat. They're lucky. I can't see the chat. Yeah. Okay. Well, here, jazz streaming while on his Uber shift. On his Uber shift. <laughs> then Gary came came in. I mean, you knew Gary was going to come in. I mean, of course was, he was. Does it get more by even the live broadcasting while you're driving? Uh, and then uh, no, this is actually I'm driving. I'm not driving. <laughs> and this one actually is probably accurate. <laughs> jazz was more excited about ordering Taco Bell than he did prior to any game game this season. This might be an absolute. Yeah, fact. yeah. You know, Taco Bell. At least you know what you're getting. And then, uh, and then, Thanks, Fer- <clears throat> then Fernie as well. I think Fernie joined after you had already said Taco Bell. I think he just recognized the surroundings. It might be a neighborhood thing. <laughs> yeah, he no, he is, he does live around here. Actually, yeah, I think he, he knew you were at Taco here. Bell by the cedar yeah. around it, which is he something does, else. So <laughs> um, and then uh, Jeff Lynn's Elo tour. Kind words for kind of us, and obviously, we all agree yes, with sir, Blue. With this on Blue. And then he actually had a question, which is a good segue, talking about running backs uh, and Mark Fletcher. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Blue, so, he uh, let me just, came off his, uh, just came off his Florida official visit, and he's got one more official visit to go, and he's actually taking Miami, to Miami this weekend. Again, a big recruiting weekend for Miami. Uh, another big-time guy, Mark Fletcher, coming down to, uh, to his home and uh, – Visiting with the Hurricanes this weekend. What do you think about that, Blue? I know we got to let you go after that one. So, oh, yeah, I I think it's great. Um, you know, I mean, the whole thing is is you know the family real well. Dad's really really solid guy, and I think that what they're doing now is they're really just weighing the pros and cons. You know, and it <clears throat> certainly 
you know, with Chris Johnson. And see, this is the thing. Back in the day, these kids would get scared off because they got a, hey, we they just got a four-star running back. Why would you want to go there? But Miami's got a great comeback now. So we had all these guys. We had six backs at the beginning of the year. We had uh, a freshman who we love a lot went down. Uh, we had, uh, you know, Cheney never really got on track. A rooster was out for a couple of games. And here you were with really one guy and a transfer. And uh, and that's what I, and even when Parrish went down. So and then, you know, and Thad kind of like went in the motion and, you know, kind of lost his, you know, deal. So that's what I'm trying to say. You know, back in the day, I, you know, um, Vish and I were talking about back in the day, you know, like 70s, 80s. It wasn't uncommon for like an Alabama to have seven major backs because you got to understand that anything could happen. And it usually does, you know, especially in this day and age, these these backs take pounding. So it would I think it would be really, really good to get somebody like him on board. Uh, and I think he's he's the perfect type of guy. Uh, because he's a great team player, you know, and you don't really appreciate him until you stand next to him. He's a mountain of a kid. I mean, you know, I mean, I, cause I saw him three straight weeks, uh, when they played, you know, in the playoffs and I'll be seeing him again this Friday night. Um, they're talking about rain, which would be crappy for a game like central and American heritage, but, uh, you know, that's a long awaited type of game. Yeah. So you got an opportunity to lay the groundwork and certainly Miami's watching a lot of the younger kids too, you know? So like, uh, Shaman Amadonna just won a state title, their seventh consecutive trip to the state championships last weekend and won a pretty good game. And now they go out to Las Vegas to play Bishop Borman this Saturday night in the Geico bowl, which is showcasing, you know, guys like Jeremiah Smith and Josiah Trader and, and, uh, uh Davion Gauze and, and, and Cedric Bailey and players like that to the nation. So, and in my, I know Miami's very much in it with a lot of those kids. So this is, this is one of those times you kind of play checkers, you know, or play, or play chess and you, you kind of move, move your pieces, you know, uh, while you're thinking a little bit. And that's what I think, you know, that's what gives Mario Cristobal an advantage. Obviously everyone is going to love him. I mean, if you watched him this year, while his players may not have done things and his coaches may not, he auditioned pretty damn good. There wasn't a game where he didn't start and stop the emotion all game, trying to keep every. And you know what? You never know what a parent or a coach thinks or, you know, a kid and say, listen, I want to play for a guy like that, you know, and that's what I think is is really the truth. I mean, you don't know. And like I have been telling kids for decades and decades, you never know who's watching and you never know what impression you leave on them. So, I mean, and then I think Miami's on the right track. I feel good about this recruiting class and I feel even better about the portal. And I think that ne- uh, probably in two weeks, not next week, but after Christmas, I think we're just, our shows are going to be, ra- you know, about some of the studs that are in the portal that are going to make pledges to Miami. Yep, I agree. I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun the next couple of weeks to see what what's gonna happen because <clears throat> truly this this weekend is gonna be exciting. Blue, I know I know we got a 
uh, let you go today, my friend. But uh, I got another minute or two, so if you have another oh, question, awesome. go, okay. Go Actually, ahead. I do so, from the chat. If you want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Vic. So if we don't, so this is from Bernie. Uh, if we don't hit on Fletcher, is there another running back you would target, or is it just portal time at that point? Yeah, I think you go to portal because you got your freshman back. You know, uh, mm-hmm. a kid from lo- a local back, and then uh, remember, uh, what? Uh, okay, how come I always draw a blank? Uh, the kid that they got last year, um, citizen. citizen. Yeah. Remember, he's a marquee kid. I mean, he's a four or five star type guy. So if you brought he and Chris Johnson in, because it's like they're, you know, he's got a year, but he's been hurt. I think you got two pretty decent backs. And then if you go to the portal for a kid who's, you know, and remember Parrish will be back, so that's going to be important as well. And then, I mean, Cheney probably has eleven years left, and it'll be like forty <laughs> by the time he gets out of here. But I think, you know, people say, oh, he's leaving. He's not leaving I, from his, what his dad said anyway. So, I mean, know, he's got to – his whole thing has been injuries, and, and, and he's Cheney's got to be – like he's at worst number two on the depth chart coming in. Yeah. He's going to get, yeah. get a lot of carries in this offense that likes to run I agree. the ball a lot. So. I agree. He's in a good situation. You lost a couple guys, right? You lost Knighton. You lost Franklin, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, you did. and uh, so But that's what I'm saying as uh, – so what'd you do? Go in and eat at Taco Bell and came back out? Uh, I had to wait for, for them to bring us the food. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Now, yeah, yeah, we need to get them on board. You need to send them this, yeah, this tape. Whole, well, maybe not. This wasn't a great advertiser. It's supposed to be fast food, man. What? It's We'll still give them love. We'll still give them yeah, love. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it's gonna be. I, th- I think they go. I, I think they go the Porto route also. And I think. By the way, go the uh, shout route out route. to Sheena, who I think is driving right next to you, isn't she? Shout out to Sheena, who is driving. Yes. Oh, okay. Vish showing you love. You see. <laughs> oh, nice man. Yeah, she's like, why don't I drive? <laughs> yeah, that would <laughs> be safer. I'm sure. I honestly <laughs> thought you were doing with the car. Why were you driving? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, we not, I was <laughs> not. I'm just saying. If you, you were multitasking, you were eating, you were driving, you were talking, you were doing everything. I was doing it all. I was doing it all. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it could have made for a hell of a lot of views on, if it had gone wrong, but happily it didn't. Yeah, thanks. Oh, yeah. That would have been our <laughs> highest rated show ever. Man, yeah, no kidding. Oh, man. Um, Blue, one more thing before we get you out of here. Okay. Uh, you know, how do you feel about – how do you feel about – Chris Johnson's commitment, okay, and and this weekend's visitors list. I'm sure you know a couple of guys that are going to be down here. Obviously, look, uh, Emory Williams is coming down on his own dime because he's he's out of official visits already. But you know, Ray Ray's going to be here. The Washington brothers are going to be here. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of the kids that are already committed are coming down to hang out. But you got a lot of big time, uh, you know, uh, transfer portal kids that are go- that that are going to come. JVN Cohen is actually coming this weekend. He was supposed to come last weekend, but he'll be here this weekend. And then you've got Fletcher. You've got um, a whole slew of, of guys that are coming down. How do you feel about this weekend? Give me your over-under on how many commitments we'll get this weekend. Well, I think, you know what, you you brought up a good thing. And, and I think it's a bonding type of weekend, the South Florida bonding weekend in some, some aspects, but also an opportunity for a lot of these kids, you know, who, who know each other from – whether it be social media or going to camps to kind of be in the same spot. And I think that they're going to say, Hey, listen, you know what? Let's, let's bring it down here. Let's, you know, we got a good group here. We already have a good group 
that has committed already. Uh, and then we have, and then you just mentioned, if you have somebody like an Emory Williams coming down on his own dime all the way from the panhandle of Florida, which is a hike, I think that's a great sign. And uh, how many do we get? I think you get four or five out of this weekend. You know, yeah, I, I was mean, going to say, what's the over on there? Over under is four. What do you think? I think, uh, I think over just by, I think you get five, you know, I, I think you'll get, because just the fact that if they look at what's here and what's coming in, people are going to go, okay, you know what? We can win. We can win next year, but we're definitely going to win the year after in 24 because we're going to have a lot of kids who have a lot of experience. And, uh, and I think that you're right about uh, Mario with the transfer portal. He's taking his time. He knows basically, I'm sure he's making contact with the kids uh, and then again, remember, remember that a lot of these guys, uh, and I still, people don't realize while you're, while everybody's cutting down Gaddis and all these coaches that Miami has, remember, they got a lot of contacts and a lot of ties that they've had throughout the years. And, you know, I mean, I ran into Drew Davis the other night and he was telling me that, uh, Gaddis coached for his dad when he was at North Carolina. So, you know, I mean, so you never know. You know, who, who's been, you know, who, who makes contacts, who's going to say, hey, listen, Charlie Strong goes, remember me? Uh, you know, I'm the one who recruited you when I was at Texas or when I was here. Yep. And, uh, yeah, you never know. But that's it. Um, I'm looking forward to next week. Uh, I'll let you guys know. Hopefully we're crossing our fingers that uh, I'm not stuck on the air next Wednesday oh, I know. night. I know. That's I all right. We'll don't figure, fish. We'll you never out. know. But uh, I'll get the schedule at the end of the week. Hopefully – the um, uh, one of the teams, uh, the Hurricanes play Monday night basketball, but they don't start till eight thirty. So maybe I'll right. get that six to eight thirty gig, and uh, then I'll be right on uh, on Wednesday night. So I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate you guys, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you keep you posted tomorrow night. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, All right, Luke. guys. Appreciate thank it. you. All right. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, so just uh, you know, uh, cleaning up the chat again. Uh, Turret thirty will let's close big. I'm pumped for some commits this week. Blue blue call five. So so that that, yeah, that is I'm definitely with him. I'm with him on that. I'm with him on that. I think there's five. I think the number is five. Also, uh, you get some transfer. By the way, he did something that was Mario. Uh, when I say he, I mean Mario. Uh, Chris of all, did something really interesting that I think shows the amount of integrity he has as a person and as a coach. Um, and respect that he has for these guys, right? Um, there's there's word out there, right? The Seven McGee, who was here on an unofficial visit, uh, I'm sorry, on an official visit this past weekend, really wants to be a Miami Hurricane, okay? Uh, you know, he had a good time here. He's been down here for a little bit now, training and things like that. Obviously played for, for Mario at Oregon. Um, and he's a, he's a talented kid. He's, he's, on the, he's in the mold of, Xavier Restrepo, Brashard Smith, those kind of guys, right? Shifty, uh, probably a little bit quicker than Restrepo, maybe just as fast. About the same the same type of player Brashard Smith is, let's put it that way. So Mario told him 
from what we understand, you know, hey, we, you know, we love you. We love to have you. But I have guys that are, you know, that we're still evaluating. And then there's guys on on the team now that are very similar to your skill set also, yada, yada, yada. And he, he basically told him, I'm not just going to take your commit just because I want to take your commit. I'm giving you a heads up and letting you know what we're doing. We're still evaluating before we take your commit. And I think that that was a, a you know, a huge standpoint because, you know, you don't want to waste the kid's time either. If the kid says, wait, hold on a second, and I'm going to wait around, I'm not going to stick around to see what he does. I'm going to go pursue another school. Then you give him that option, right? Whereas opposed to taking his commit and then, you know, you're kind of backing off or the kid doesn't pan out. You know what I mean? I think that, that what he did with Seven McGee was, was a smart guy. How do you feel about that situation? Do you think he handled that the right way? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that That is his brand. Like, each of these coaches has his brand. His brand is straightforward and honest. And, and, and you know, if, if this is – it's much better to do that than, you know, just take the kid when you don't really have a way to play him and not being upfront about that and then have him sitting on the bench – and in the portal right. again next year trying to leave like that that's that's not good for anyone so yeah definitely totally on board with being you know upfront and just be have an honest conversation with them like they're adults yep. you know have an adult conversation with them and and they'll respect you for it and it'll also give you credibility not just with him but with everyone else because then if you tell him yeah i got a plan to use you here here and here you know he means it because if he didn't, he would tell you right to your face. I don't have room to play you right now. So exactly, exactly. So I mean, all of that just builds his credibility, and that is kind of what his. Everyone's like he's an ace recruiter. He's an ace recruiter. His biggest skill is is an ace is, person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's honest and straightforward and to the point, and everyone knows it. So right. it makes it a lot easier to recruit. When you can say something and the crew knows whatever he said, he's being truthful with me. Right. I might not like what I heard, but it's it's the honest truth. It is what when, it is. Exactly. when you you know you're dealing with other coaches that aren't like that, and then you have to question everything they say and whether or not they're actually being honest or all that stuff. You don't have to deal with that with Mario. So yeah, no, that's totally right. in keeping with with what he the way he presents himself. By the way, quick update on former Hurricanes, or I guess Hurricanes that entered the transfer portal. I know that. Uh, you know, so, so wish them well, I'm, I'm real, real quick before you do that. There was a question on the end. This is definitely for you, oh, Nami. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, but so you you said five as well. Who who are the five you're predicting? Oh God! Before we, before uh, we pivot to portal, that's a tough one. That's a good question, though. Uh, I'm gonna say by the end of the week, who are the five? Ooh, I'm gonna say Samson is one. I'm gonna say Ruben Bain is two. I'm going to say Francisco Malgoa is three. So you've got three right there. I think you're going to go – I think we're going to go Mark Fletcher as four. And my number five will be – I think we take another – I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know who my fifth is. So I, I will just say, for those of you in the chat, that was pretty impressive. Because <laughs> as much as we yeah. like we like look into this and we study it, when you get called out on the air to like start listing crap without any advance notice, it is very hard to pull out of your head. Four out of five ain't bad, man. Eighty percent. That's a passing I grade. That's a passing grade. I don't. I can't even believe. 
I can't even yeah. believe you named four recruits that could legitimately commit, though. It's it's hard to do yeah. that off spec without any notes in front of you. So it's pretty good. I, pretty good there. I don't I don't have any insider information or anything like that. That's just uh you know I, I don't want to I don't want people to be out there and be like oh you know we heard on one of the shows that uh, these guys are gonna quit. I don't I don't know, but if I had to take a guess. I'm gonna go with those guys right there, and, and you know maybe you get a, maybe you get another like a transfer portal wide receiver or something like that. There's a, the thing is there's so many yeah, guys. So so oh, man, that would be great. That would be great. The problem the problem I don't know if it's such a problem is that his brother I don't know if they're a package deal or not, but his brother is now in the mix as well because he just transfer he just entered a transfer portal from where was it uh, UCF West Virginia something like that right mm-hmm. so. You know, he's another cornerback as well. Like, listen, we need we need cornerbacks anyways, but there's some guys that are we're we are pretty high on right now. So uh, it could be another guy. It could be a guy like um, you know, another flip or something. So just keep you guys your eyes out for some of these big names that that might pull the trigger either this week or this weekend. So it might it might be more. Who knows? Uh, the the thing you got to realize is that from what I hear, right? These are just things that I that I hear from reliable people is that the event that's going to happen this weekend here at the university of Miami is like nothing that's been experienced before here. Well, we've lost jazz, I believe. Um, so Everybody? you're back. I'm back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when you and you're going low for daddy coming to close the door, all bets, all bets are off. All bets are off when you, I'm going to go inside so I can have better reception. But um, yeah, all bets are off when you got when you got Mario Cristobal trying to trying to shut the door and, and close things out. You know what I mean? So I, I'm pretty excited either way for what's what's about to happen. The event that he's going to put on here this weekend is like nothing we've seen before at the University of Miami. So stay tuned for that. Um, what I was going to say is. Damn. You know, this is what happens when you live closely. But uh, all right, so so yeah. So the point is, what I want, oh, what I wanted to get to with regards to um, to former players, right? So the former players that have entered the transfer portal, uh, you've got you got guys like uh, Jordan Miller, uh, Jalen Knighton, and uh, who else am I missing? So Elijah uh, Roberts and Keyshawn Smith. Roberts, if you're talking about the FS, the SMU four. Yeah, the <laughs> SMU four. So yeah, shout out to uh, Coach, Coach Brett Lashley over there for taking our guys. But look, it's not a bad move for them, right? They know the system, they recognize the coach, and the coach loved them when he was there when he was here. So I think it's a good move for them. Uh, the other guy that has committed recently as well to a Power Five team has been Al Blades Jr., who uh, excuse me decided to commit to Duke. Yeah, there it is, right there, yep. Jeff. Uh, he committed to Duke, so you'll probably see a couple more guys that are going to pull the trigger soon uh, for the you know former Hurricanes, and you're probably going to still see some guys that have not entered the portal. That yeah, and we haven't well. we haven't talked about this, but um, sure, one saw Tyree Stevenson is going to the draft, so yes. he's also gone. I, I'm sure Will Mallory is as well. He accepted right. a, uh, to go play in the Senior Bowl as well. Yeah. I think. Right. Yeah, so, I think he did. He have a year. I think he had his COVID year. Right? He's technically a senior, but I think he. Technically, could I come back, Mallory? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. by the way, he also he, him and Cam Kitchens are uh, all ACC first teamers. Well, Cam Kitchens cool. is 
AP All American. AP All American, yeah. First of all, <laughs> yes, exactly. I was just talking. We, we should yeah. definitely talk about that. Let's talk about that. That's a little. Ed Reed, Deshaun Taylor, to Cam Kitchens. Kitchens, unbelievable, right, man, unbelievable. unbelievable on this team to stand out and like he, that. And, and just to think that he's going to get even better now, yes. right? He's going to be even better. Un- unbelievable season for Whew. him. Uh, but shout out to Will Mallory for making first team All ACC, which is nice. The likes a little, nice little award to, to get. He did have a really good year. He had some, some, you know, some issues with with injuries, and he still was able to manage to, to pull through and 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 you know play really hard. And so, you know, good for him. And, and I guess it's probably uh, going to be a pretty good. Uh, is, I guess Avante's looking at at Colorado. Well, he was offered by them. He was also offered by. Uh, Nebraska, maybe? He might have been offered by Matt Rule over at Nebraska or Wisconsin with uh, Luke Fickle. I'm not sure, but he's gotten a couple offers, and rightfully so, right? He was ranked uh, the, the best safety in the country a couple years ago. So, um, you know, he's a talented kid. He just – I think it's a, a change of scenery is, is perfect for him as well. So, uh, nothing but good vibes and, and well wishes to those kids. I think that they all deserve it. Uh, Ramelo Brins is another one that, you know, visited uh, Penn State. Um, and he's a talented kid as well. You know, I would have loved to have keep him, uh, to, you know, have kept him around. He's very talented, but I understand, um, you know, he had to make the move. And he's another kid that Penn State, I think, is looking very hard at him. Um, you know, obviously, Manuel is over there. So, um, that's yeah, it's interesting, though. That's, that's kind of yep. the first. I knew you were going to say it. I, I had to bring it up that, that, that um, you know. Four of our guys immediately hop into SMU. We talked about the talent, you know, in relation to other P5 teams not being as good as we think it is. And that's a pretty big sign there. And it's not just the offensive players that are comfortable in the Ashley system. Two of them were defensive. So so it it is kind of like that's probably the level. And you know what? They're former head coach defensive coordinators at a P5 school, and he's not picking them up, the guy who recruited them here. So it's kind of telling you a story there. I will tell you this, and, and Flo made this point, as a matter of fact, in his show, that the position player-wise, when you go from, like, those um, group of five schools to power five schools, there's a lot of similarity when it comes to talent. Talent is very close to each other, right? So an AAC team and an ACC team will have very similar um, levels of talent when it comes to skill players, right? Your wide receivers, running backs, yada, yada, yada. Where, where the difference is usually is in the trenches. And it, it kind of shows you, right? And this is not a knock on Jordan Miller and, you know, and those kind of guys. But, you know, I think that they landed in a good position for them to be able to, you know, to, and, to, to, to do well, to play well. And, and this is why, to I think, a lot of people's frustration, but, you know, important in the long run, big picture – this is why Mario is forcing the run game and forcing the physicality, even if it's not there yet. That is ultimately how the best teams win. That's the differentiator. Like you said, there are great skill players everywhere that can get open, that can run routes, that can make plays. It is at the line of scrimmage that the game, that the elite programs separate themselves. Right. And, and we frankly didn't have that elite talent there. And so you can have a guy run a fast 40. It doesn't matter if the quarterback's on his butt. Like, and it's right. just... That that's that's where we're at. So we got got a bunch of questions streaming. First of all, Gary wants to see you eat a chalupa. So I got to ask, what's the order? Well, what, what did you come you, home with? What are you, are you I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But but that's why right. I pivoted. I pivoted. So I don't need to see you eat a chalupa. No, no, no. But, no, but no. I got to ask. You're gonna have to the... pay. 
you're gonna have to pay for that kind of content. Might have yeah. to make a Patreon or a or an OnlyFans of me eating burritos and stuff. And then, you but anyway, what was it. what was the Taco Bell order first of all? What, 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 uh, what? The Taco Bell order was it was small. It was two. It was a chalupa. So one chalupa, a chalupa in that mix. Yeah, <laughs> two hard tacos supremes and a what was that, beefy burrito. Yeah, one of those beefy burrito melt things or whatever. That's all. It's a solid Just pure diarrhea order. at its, it's finest. A sol- solid late night order. Yeah, <laughs> solid. I don't know about solid. I don't know if there's any well, solid. Well, it's solid. Hey, solid-ish. Yeah, solid-ish, right? <laughs> it's technically food. Um, oh man, this uh, this show took a turn. All right, other other more more relevant questions. Anyone pick okay. up Frierson yet? I don't believe so. Not, not that I've I seen. don't think so. Not yet, but. Uh, I, sus- I suspect that he may end up at one of those uh, group of five schools, too. Um, and then, do you think Mario tells some of his players to transfer in their best interest? Um, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. And, and probably not in that nice of a way. Um, um, <laughs> in a professional way, but he probably, yeah, but I think he, you know, look at other places for sure. Yeah, I, I think it was, you know, he basically said not, I mean, he said this at the end of the year, not everyone's going to be invited back. So that should probably, and, and look, and some of the guys are going to get told that, hey, you might have a better opportunity elsewhere and they're going to stay, right? I mean, it's yeah. going to happen that, and that's that, okay. That's normal too. I, and I don't think we've seen all the guys that are leaving yet, right? It's funny that we haven't seen too many players leave at the position where we at the positions where we struggled the most, right? Offensive line um, and linebacker. We haven't really seen much of a. Uh, I mean, I, did Keontre Smith finally transfer into the portal? I did not see him. Not yet, right? Only Frierson. Only yeah, only Frierson. Frierson did before the season even ended. Yeah, and he wasn't even, you know, he was kind of a hybrid guy, right? Your striker. Yeah. So, uh, and then on the offensive line, I don't think anybody has. No, and it's actually it's interesting that a majority of the players in the portal are defensive right now yeah. that have left. So it's kind of yeah. you know. I was surprised, of... believe it or not, I was surprised that Keyshawn committed to SMU and not San Diego State. He was on a visit to San Diego State. That's where he's from. He's from San Diego. Um, but I mean, I think SMU again. SMU, I think, is a good spot for him. So I think it's quite again familiarity with yeah the offense right. and thinks things he can do. Well, there are a couple of coach-related things. We, so we we talked about this last week. We're not going to um, speculate on on you know whether or not someone's going to get fired. So Mark says right. we should go after Leonard as DC Steel is still a is still our defensive coordinator. So yeah, uh, Kevin's still, still so, we'll, so. We'll, we'll, we'll pass through that. And then Beds, I mean, all that gas hasn't been any of the these home visit recruiting photos. Um. Yeah, but he's been there. Let's just put it that way. He's been recruiting. He's been out and he's been recruiting. So um, it's just weird. Him and Coach Steele haven't been in any pictures. But I know Coach Steele was out in California visiting uh, Collins at Champong and, and a couple of other guys. So I know they're out on the trail. But look, it's it's an interesting question. And I, I understand it, right? Because we're all kind of chomping at the bit to find out what the hell is going to happen if they're going to retain everybody. Uh, some of you may have seen that on Twitter today that um, uh, Tyler Van Dyke inked a, a new deal with Life Wallet with John Ruiz um, here in Miami. And, of course, that's kind of, you know, is that writing on the wall for TVD? Is he staying? Does that mean – and a lot of people are like, oh, TVD's staying because he inked with John Ruiz, and that means Gaddis is gone. Not necessarily, man. Like, let's kind of take a step back and realize that 
you know, that doesn't, you know, just you know, one doesn't necessarily mean the other, right? And, and so, I would just say, you know, we're all watching this from outside the program and seeing the offense stink, just to yeah. put a, not, not to like to sugarcoat it. They were terrible. And yep. thinking that that means that the players must have an issue with the offensive coordinator. Um, and those two things do not necessarily add together. Um, and, and, you know, every time TPD had half of his arm strength healthy, they forced him back out there, probably mistakenly a couple of times because he sure. immediately got injured both times. Yep. I am not entirely sure that he even has an issue with Gattis. Um, and I, 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 I think, I think we read a lot into that. Plus Ponce is the quarterback coach, you know, there's multiple layers of relationship here. So, yeah, I do think an NIL deal pretty much definitely means that, you know, with life all, he's not transferring. I think we can put that to bed. But that doesn't mean really anything in terms of Gattis as far as I'm concerned. So let me ask you this, uh, Vish. I got a question for you. Do you expect to see any coaching changes? If yes. I would say probably yes. I, if, I had to, if I had to say, you know, yes or no, there will be some coaching change, I would say yes. But – I don't think it's going to be a mass firing. And I think it'll likely right. be voluntary slash forced exits. Okay. Like person taking follow. a job somewhere else versus and like, oh, right. this guy is going to right. school X now. Therefore, when it was kind of like he knew he could stay, but it wouldn't have been the most comfortable situation type of thing. Okay. So I got a follow-up question for you on that because I think this is, a, this is an even better question, right? Uh, I was asked this question by Lex earlier today on the uh, Average Canes fan show. Shout out to Lex always um, and to AO over there on the show. They asked me this question. And I think it was a good question. If you had to choose one coach, doesn't matter what he coaches. It could be an offensive coordinator. It could be a position coach. If you have to choose one coach that you wanted to see here in orange and green, who would you want? Any coach? Any coach. Doesn't matter. Uh, not not head coach, right? It has to be. Yeah, no, no, I know. But anyway, head coach, I'm all in with Mario, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, swap yeah, him out. So am I. Saban's right. old, <laughs> so I wouldn't even make that move. <laughs> Ten years from now, Mario's still going to be coaching. Um, um, so Eddie, that's a good question. Hmm. You know, what? I don't even have a good answer. I mean, come on. All right, I'm going to start off. I'll make it easy. Okay, okay. I'm going to yeah. start. I'm going to say the same guy, even though I'm thinking about like a million other guys right now, but I'm going to say the same guy that I said on the show earlier today. I'm going to go with James Coley. Um, I would love to see him back in Miami as the wide receivers coach, right? Not, not necessarily a coordinator position, but he is, he is up there with Mario and Kirby Smart and all the best recruiters in the nation. He's up there with them. He is an absolute dog when it comes to being a recruiter, Okay. He loves – he can build great relationships with players. He knows how to evaluate them. Uh, he did a good job of that at every stop, Miami, FSU, Georgia. Everywhere he's been, he's made some really good decisions on, on players that he's recruited. <clears throat> and as a position coach, I think he's a hell of a guy. I mean, even as an OC, I think, you know, he, he might have, he you know, had his issues, but I still think he was okay. So, for me, for him to come into this team – we don't have a wide receivers coach. Our wide receivers coach is Josh Gaddis. I'm not saying he's not a good one or he can't, you know, or he can't be a good wide receivers coach, but it's clear that the wide receivers need help and development here in this, um, on this team. So if you bring in a guy like James Coley to coach the wide receivers and to recruit, 
I think that's a huge upgrade. That's a big, big, big time get if Miami can bring in a guy like that. So that's my guy, James Cole. Yeah, and so we've got plus he's Cuban. Come on, he's Cuban. You know, we need a Cuban on this team. Well, we need two. I think I think we've really got. Have, uh, we have like the biggest Cuban. What am I talking yeah, about? Yeah, right? dude, we we've had a Cuban head coach since Mark Rick retired. So just you know, I know. isn't that crazy? <laughs> now we've had two. That's I know that's what I'm saying. We've just had continuous Cuban going on here. <laughs> um, so a couple of people chime in the chat. We got Corey Raymond here, which is a good okay. shout yeah, out. I think that, that's yeah. a solid upgrade. Uh, Garrett Riley. Well, he looks like he might be a head coach soon. Yeah. With a they're they're linking him to North Texas, by the way. But go ahead. Uh, Jeff, I mean, I there you uh, go. Agrees with your James Coley. All right, this one is obviously not <laughs> serious, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, D'Onofrio uh, is probably God. available. Who was that? Who uh, was that? It was it was just D. He doesn't oh, even want to own. He doesn't even want to own whatever <laughs> the hell that is. But... Well, I'll go, listen. I'll go then. Uh... Stepped it up a little bit towards the end of the season over there for Notre Dame as their defensive coordinator. Watch out. You know? No, he, I'm, I'm good. I'll pass. He's, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pass. You know what? This is, this is an interesting one, too, if we're, if we're looking at, you know, changing coordinators. Oh, man. Yeah, right, right. Being interesting. Exactly. Being interesting. That's a big you know, one. Not as a head coach. As an OC, Yeah, not, not, not as a head coach, but yeah. I think he could come in and kind of show Mario that, yes, you can you can play that that – hard-nosed football, you know, run it down your throats, big bodies in the, on the front, but you can still air it out a little bit and score a lot of points. That's kind of Scott Frost's thing. He does a little bit of both. So, yeah, that's that's an interesting name right there, right, Kevin Sumlin? Yeah. When's the last what's time? He, Where's he coaching he now? Doing? I know, right. That's that's um, my biggest concern, though. Is he is he coaching right now? Is he just, like, as an analyst? And Oh, and by the way, I, I do want to give uh, – I do want to give a shout-out and prayers – uh, to uh, Mississippi State and yeah, the Mike whole Leach. program over there, Mike Leach, who is fighting for his life right now. Um, you know, had a suffered a massive stroke and, and possibly a heart attack as well. So he um, is fighting. So you know, the college football community will fight with him as well. Uh, I love Mike Leach. I think he's the best, one of the best, if not the best, personality in college football. I love him. I love him. I love his style of play. I know that he's very unorthodox and a lot of people don't agree with it, but, you know, he's been successful and he's done a lot of winning and he's done a lot of good for a lot of his players. Um, and he's a good dude. He's kind of crazy. And I love him that way. I, I think he is w- what personifies college football. So, you know, it's, it's sad. So prayers to his family and to Mississippi state. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Echoing what you said, it's, you know, it's stunning, you know, been obviously in a bad way and it's, yeah. Just hope. I mean, it doesn't look good to be honest, but no, just, you know, you know, hoping, hoping that he can pull through and at least, you know, maybe even if he doesn't coach again, that's not even the important thing. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I, yeah, I definitely don't think that that's on his on or anyone else's. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, so Kevin Sunlin, Ian put in the the chat, but actually, it's U.S. He's in the USFL. Uh, the oh wow, Houston that's Gamblers. right. Um, what is he over there? Is he like an OC or the head? Coach? No, no, he's their he's their head coach. Oh geez, yeah, this would be an upgrade. <laughs> so, so Tony's been kind of, you know, fighting upstream here a little bit in terms of just like the 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 fire the coaches narrative. He's put a few comments in the chat. Um, yeah, I kind of, I I know I'm, yeah. I'm also in the minority on this too. I, if Mario wants to keep the staff intact, I'm okay with that. I think we both are right. I think yeah. uh, 
we've been we've been fine with that but it was just a hypothetical question if someone left or something you know who would you bring in or i, I you know I, I wouldn't be surprised if coach gotta stayed and i'd be okay with it honestly because i think that you need to give him an opportunity to be to, to have a full team be able to field his guys out there and see what he can do now if he screws up again then that's both on mario and on him right he's got to go but i mean Right now, yeah. I think that he, he, I'm okay with him coming back. I'm okay with him leaving as well. Excuse me, but I'm okay with him coming back. Yeah, and, and I think we've we've gotten very good at firing coaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, I think legitimately there's not like a coach that got fired. I was like, well, that guy got a raw deal. I think – I think, right. but I'm okay with trying some continuity. We've done the other thing. We've cycled through coach after coach after coach, coordinator, coordinator – coordinator right i mean right and you know maybe some stability will do good for the team just have the same systems next year and have another year to work on them and and i and i don't think it was that as bad as it certainly looked after tbd got injured and i think that is clouding quite a bit of this um we we did (laughs) I mean, Jazz used to say this like every week. We're great between the 20s, right? And then we could not score in the red zone. I mean, sometimes comically, by the way. Like, some of that does happen to any other TV. Like, you got first to go on the one and did what there? I mean, some of it was, like, unbelievable yeah. that we did that we managed to not score on some of those drives. But you can't, And you can't blame the coaches for Well, you sort a, of. You run, sort of can. dive play. No, no, running a dive play on third and one. Like, what? You're, you should be able to get one yard on third and one. Like, yeah, but I mean, I mean, in, but by the is I, I agree, I, I I agree with that. Um, but I think when it becomes game six and seven of doing the exact same thing, you got to just say, look, it ain't gonna happen. Um, and 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 with that said, I don't think it was necessarily, um, you know, unsalvageable, which is why I'm fine. If like you said, I'm, if, if he if he leaves, I'm okay with it. I'm like, I cannot right. believe Gaddis isn't here. <laughs> That's not gonna come out of my mouth either. But also, if he comes back, I don't think it's going to be um, it's going to be a problem. And actually, Mark, you asked a question, which kind of leads to one of the reasons I I actually don't have problems. Yes. I think he he did. He changed his offense he radically his around three times, yeah, around, three times around different quarterbacks. And in fact, you know, early on the year we were trying to run it, it wasn't working. He just opened it up and let TVD throw it, right. and then he got injured, and then he had to go back to oh crap, these other two can't really throw. Now I got to change the offense again. So. We evolved through several offenses, and so that's another thing that kind of gives. Did he me have that. his issues calling calling the game from inside the twenty, you know, in the red zone? Yes, he did. Uh, we can score touchdowns, just bottom yeah. line. But, um, but you know, I'm, I'm I got to give him another shot. Like I'm okay with it, right? Like I don't have to give him another shot, but I'm okay with him getting another right. shot. Basically, so, like if Mario's like this guy needs to go, I'm like makes sense. I saw that team play offense this year, yeah. so so right. Mario's like I think there's enough there to build upon. I could see the signs of that as well. Right, um, like doing stuff like putting up what was it 600 yards whatever against North Carolina, and scoring 24 points. Some of these things are like bizarre. Right. The amount of yardage to point comparison. Sure. No, when when TBD got injured, we were second in the ACC in total yards and like eleventh in scoring. That is like almost impo- like these are weird. So the Super question, bizarre. right? Which is why the co- the head coach really needs to dig in there and see what's going on here. And and you know if he determines that's not really Gaddis, it was happenstance, it was a fluke, it was injuries right. here or there. You know if we had all of our running backs and had a healthy offensive line, like Zion Nelson did not play. 
I mean, if you go look at our preview show, don't pay attention to our predictions. But if you go look at our preview show, <laughs> um, you know, talk about like we can't get the quarterback injured. TVD's got to play. He's the key. All right, we got to, you know, lean on Zion. He's going to anchor the offensive line. And like all of that stuff went wrong. We're yep. so deep at running back. By the second game, we were playing we were not. on. Right? <laughs> I mean, Knighton was injured before he started fumbling, right? He didn't play the first game. Yep. Like we, we ended up having walk-ons getting significant carries. Like it is just crazy how the every like and we a had lot like of stuff three offensive yeah. linemen go down and yeah and, and then linebacker. I mean, it was just it was a it was a, a mess. It was a mess. All yeah, around. and so and so for those reasons, um, you know, I think I I would be willing to allow all the coaches to take another shot at it, especially since let's I mean, being totally honest, it's not like this is going to be the difference between winning the championship or not. Right, like, not not next year. No. Right. <laughs> so, so let's you know, I, I'm fine with giving them all another year to to kind of show what they got. But also, I've basically put all of my trust in Mario at this point. I mean, I know we don't have a choice. Like he's on that media kind of, yeah. but that that they're all on. If he's good with running this back, I know. I guess the other thing that gives me comfort versus the other coaches in the in the past is he's got budget. If he wants to fire Gas and hire someone else, he'll have the money to do it. Right. A lot of times you got the feeling like I still wonder if Manny named himself defensive coordinator because they wouldn't let him pay for one. <laughs> like, hey, you he, never know because right? he had Blake yeah. Baker on the payroll. He like demoted him instead of firing him because like could he could he not afford to fire him? Tweeted, like man. by mo- monetarily, like what happened there? So it's just it is kind of sometimes you do wonder if you know they end up in a situation where like uh, some of our previous coaches would like to have been you know, made some more bold moves and like to have shaken things up more and they just didn't have the money to do it. Mario's got the money. So if he, if he's or the backing if, period, just the yeah, backing. the backing, the money. Yeah. He's got his long-term contract. So, right. So I, if these guys are back, it's because he believes in them. And if we trust Mario to run this program and we think he's going to take it to the levels we think it should be at and back to where it was, you know, 20 years ago, then we should trust him to pick his coordinators as far as hundred percent. So hundred percent. Um, Again, first things first, it's going to be a crazy week. How big is scheme as... as so I think, he's, I think he's saying scheme versus philosophy. I mean, this is Mario's philosophy. And by the way, if you watch Michigan play, that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. I mean, that, that's why he went and got their offensive coordinator. He's trying to physically maul people. And you saw Michigan do it to Ohio State. Like, they right. just they, – they emasculated them. But you, And you also saw – you, you saw them do it with their backup running back. That's why – look how important having depth at per, certain positions is. And I think they, they went down an offensive lineman or something also. It is important to have those – you know, that depth of quality players because Donovan Edwards doesn't take a backseat to anybody. Yeah. Right? It's, except, it's, except Blake Corum. And he, and he ran for 215 yards that game. So, like – you have to have that, and that's what Mario's trying to build, it's, that depth and those type of players. It's depth and it's culture of winning so that the guy sliding in, you know, he's the, – the, the issue we have is, I mean, just to be blunt about it, and that's why several of them are in the portal, the guys that were out there to begin with weren't, you know, all the way there either. From right. like A lot of them were guys who probably shouldn't be playing at the University of Miami to begin with. Then they get injured and the backup's coming in. So not only is the backup coming in – you know, he might be a year away from really being like some of these kids are talented. They're just like they shouldn't be playing yet. They needed a year to right. like, bulk up. Hundred percent. Now they go in there. Now they're not. They're not on the field like a Michigan backup is, where everyone else is like first or second team All Big Ten, and they're all like, you know, been starting for two years. You plug a freshman in there, and it's like, okay, 
freshmen just do this one role, everyone else has got it covered. No, right. all of a sudden, like even even the ones that played well, like like Colby Young, okay, get out there. You were in Lackawanna Community College last year. Go out there and lead the offense. Right? It's not even just contributing. It's like, no, Pretty you much. gotta be the man. No one else on this team can catch or make a play. You gotta go be the man right now. Like that is just too big of an ask. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, all right, so we've got a big recruiting weekend coming up um, now in uh, this week. We've got uh, transfer portal guys. We've got high school kids coming out. It's going to be huge, so we'll keep you guys updated on that. Uh, and also, of course, make sure you, you all check us out next Wednesday. We, know, we won't be on on Monday. We'll be on on Wednesday night. Um, and we'll also be doing – I know I'll be on Wednesday during the day uh, for a little while. Uh, on the average Kings fans are hosting a uh, signing day special in the morning and we're doing one at night. So we're kind of cross promoting this whole thing with the guys over at Miami flow as well, the Miami flow media. Um, So make sure you check them out. Lex AO, the whole crew over there, obviously flow max Dave um, E who is Rasta uh, and the rest of that crew over there in case I missed all of you, but uh, make sure you check them out in the morning um, well, I think he's going to start like at eight o'clock in the morning and, and run it to like 12 or one. And then we'll have our show on Wednesday night at eight. So we'll have some of those guys come on the show as well. Uh, starting at eight o'clock, we'll probably go a few hours, right? Two or three hours. So get ready, Vish. Uh, but we'll definitely go a while for that. We'll have some special guests. We'll have, uh, already confirmed Max, um, and, uh, Flo, uh, from Miami Flow. And you'll probably see guys like Lex and, and Dave or, or Rasta as well. Uh, the recruiting gurus over there. Those nobody does it better than those guys. And of course, our very own Larry Bluestein. Um, hopefully, he doesn't have a show. He'll come on and do the show with us as well. So uh, we, we're not going to invite Alex Donald because he likes to shut down our shows. So no, I'm just kidding. Well, we'd love to have Donald on. We just got we just got to have him like not log in through his normal. Link. Yeah, so he doesn't exactly. Have, doesn't have producer access. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but keep it locked. That's going to be an awesome show. Wednesday night at 8 p.m. here on the Five Reasons Sports uh, channel. Um, other than that, make sure so, you tune in. Keep a so lot. Go ahead. Because because uh, a couple of things in the chat just to close out. Um, so Tori's got some quarterback questions. I think the expectation is TVD plays at a high level like he did two years ago. And I think you can open it up, but he's going to win the job anyway. Because if you do any kind of practice Look, stuff. The truth is. The truth is, there's nobody better. There's not one quarterback in the transfer portal that's better than Tyler Van Dyke. Um, the only ones that come close are probably Devin Leary, who is who might be right there on par with him. But uh, and then Grayson McCall. For me, Tyler Van Dyke is still the best quarterback that we can possibly have right now on this team. Um, those guys are close, and those guys are really good at what they do, and they might fit scheme wise, so they could be very productive here and really good. But TBD is the man, right? Like he is, you know, he's the guy that you want here leading this offense. Um, yeah, and, 100% and, healthy and knowing what he has to do with this scheme. And right? I don't think there's any there's any way that um, even if they opened it up and had a competition, no one's beating him out. You gotta no, you gotta no, understand right, right. like in practice, he's gonna hit everyone in the chest. He's gonna be throwing perfect passes, and there's just no no way. In fact, it, it reminds me this is. My Cowboys fandom kind of a little bit, but when when Dak Prescott took over and Romo was injured and he came back healthy, and they're like, "We're not going to let them compete because there's no way Romo wasn't going to like smoke him in practice." Right, right. right. <laughs> At that point in their career, like, and they're like, "No, we want this guy to keep starting. We cannot have them like 
compete in practice and then pick the guy who's worse. This is like the opposite. If you if you and look, I know there's technically no coordination. If TBD is is you know renewing his NIL deal, it's because he's the starting quarterback here, and that's just the reality of it. So so he he'll be the starter. They can open it up or do whatever. Now the question asked now is if we struggle. I think he will have a leash of some sort, um, but Mario's very methodical, and um, you know it's going to have to provably be his fault, right? <laughs> right, because yeah. a lot of times it's not, and the quarterback gets a lot of blame and a lot of credit, and sure. and uh, you know, so I think that's that's kind of that's that's kind of where that's going. Uh, the the actual pivot I was trying to make for when quarterback talk is, I think this is for. This is from old friend Jack Daniels, friend of the program, oh, friend of the Jack. network. I think it would be Wednesday anyway, not not tomorrow. It would be Wednesday. Yeah, if we do win, it'll be Wednesday because. So just, I'm, I'm we sure. We might want to wait, and we might want to wait because the, the well, no, the, tomorrow and, no, and Wednesday. Wednesday. So Wednesday night, we would have the finals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe on Wednesday. No, definitely not tomorrow in between the games. But I'm assuming everyone else. You know, watching this knows this, but when we said we have a show Wednesday, I mean a week from Wednesday, the twenty first. Yeah, the twenty first. <laughs> not this, not in two our, days. Our national signing day. Yeah, early, nas- early national, national signing, signing day, day special. Yeah, for sure. So make sure you guys keep it locked on that. Follow us on Twitter at Jazz Santana at VRP two thousand and three, and of course on our Twitter handle here. It's at um, Jesus at Six Rings Kings. I can't believe I almost butchered that. Um, it's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. That's yeah. six. Is it? It's that six rings canes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Six the words. Canes. Jesus. Six ring canes. Six ring canes. <laughs> oh, it's late, man. We're not used to doing these late night shows, you know? Um, well, next week will be a, a marathon. So yes, it will. Marathon. Jeez. Oh, um, that should be fun though. We're looking forward to it. Oh, it'll it. definitely uh, be fun. For sure. Make sure you check us out. Keep it locked here. And of course, for the re- rewatch crew, always sending you love, man. We appreciate it. Thank you for everybody who's uh, who's listening. Thank you for Blue who uh, had to sign off a little early and keep it locked. Make sure you keep it keep it locked on Twitter at Six Rings Kings for all the latest on your transfer portal news and of course recruiting, coaching, whatever else that we can uh, we can get our hands on there. We'll make sure we'll we'll let the fans know. Uh, Vish, we appreciate it, man, yep. and we'll see you guys. Have a good night. The Six Ring King Show. Yeah. The Six Ring King Show. Yeah. Six Rings Kane Show. <laughs> you know. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.